following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday, let's go! Hanging with the boys, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly. We are Nateless let's today. Go. We got Jesse in the big chair, the big yeah. fella's chair. You are looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center. At the Star in Frisco, it is 85 degrees. It feels like 91. We have a high today of 98 and a low tonight. 76. It's a beautiful Texas. Is it fall yet or is it still considered no, no, summer? Still, still summer. summer. Still summer. We got practice outside today at 1115. Um, Glad you could join us. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I was you know, running. You got, you know, priorities <laughs> here, man. Running Jeez. down the hall to get here on time. I'm. B- behind in life right now, so <laughs> not only this show, but in life in general. So, how are you guys feeling? Good. good I feel great. Man, yeah? Good. yeah, we got our our friend Nate. Is uh, he mentioned last show? He's he's he big timed us today to go big hang time. out with be interviewed for a John Madden documentary. The life, right? Is it the in the NFL Network? The, so, the, yeah. The, what's it called? The Life Story? What is yeah. it called? Whatever that Football thing is. Life. Football, Football Life. life. Football Life. Yeah. 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 So our guy Nate will be making an appearance in that hopefully. Were, were so. you a Madden fan growing up playing all that? No. No? No. Like I, I, I watch I enjoy watching him and Pat Summerall do their thing, but yeah. um the moment Michael Vick entered the Madden realm mm-hmm. is when I stopped playing video games. Oh, wow. really? Because it was just cheat code. My friends would always like he would always my best friend would always pick Atlanta and get Michael Vick and he would snap the ball and just run fifty yards one way <laughs> and everyone's chasing him and then he'll just He was like Michael way. Vick was to Madden what Bo Jackson was to Tech Mobile. Right. It was like yeah. just not fair. Yeah. Not so, fair at all. You're a video game guy. Were you you a Madden guy? Uh, in the very beginning, yeah. and then now I don't really I kinda got out of sports games for some reason. I don't know. I just Got enough football in your life? It's really weird. Like when I started working here, like I am not a huge football fan. I love the Cowboys. I love my job. I love what I do and I love game days. But outside of that, like I can take or leave football. Like I, when I have off time, like if, if, Last thing I want to do is go watch more football. Like, go watch Monday Night Football. Yeah. Now I'll go do it if, like, everybody's going to do it and it's a social event. Sure. But, like, just hardcore sit down and, and watch games and analyze them. Like, like I do that six, see, six days a week. When I got it's to like, college, that's, I kind of was, like, on that. And I never understood. I'm like, we just finished practicing. Yeah. You guys want to come in here and play NCAA? Yeah. Like, it just – I was just like yeah. – no, thank you. Yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. I, I love video games, but I'm, I've gotten out of the sports. Even like, I don't even like NBA 2K or FIFA or any of that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm more into other things. Yeah. It so. kind of amazes me though that players get into their ratings. 
Was that a thing when you were? Yeah. yeah. Egos. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a total <laughs> ego thing. Egos. That's just like salaries. It's Egos. like, okay, wait, I'm better than him. He's making how much more than me? No, Egos. next contract. I'm, yeah. yeah. And like, you'll see the contract. They're like, I just want to make $100 more than him. Like, I, it doesn't have to be yeah. some crazy amount. I just have to say that my contract is better or bigger than it's, oh, the Egos. The Egos, you guys know the Egos in these locker rooms are, <laughs> are out of this world. We've said it on this show before. And we'll bring it up again. Nate sent us some pictures if y'all haven't looked. Yeah, we saw them. <laughs> Living the good oh, life. That's awesome. Um, we've said it on the show before, but but professional athletes are some of the most delicate people in the world when it comes to getting feelings hurt and 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 you know why is that, Jesse? Because we've been catered to our entire lives. Yeah, we we've been told yes. We've been ha- we've had the red carpet rolled out, um, we've had rules bent, anything and everything that is supposed to go in our favor has gone in our favor mm-hmm. because of our ability to play a game. Play a game. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that that is it. I mean, I, there were times in high school where I would sleep every day in Spanish class unless I lost a football or basketball game. Mm-hmm. I lose. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> I win. Z's all day. I can oh, sleep. Wow. I can s- drool, snore. Never had an issue. Did you make an A? A B. B? Yeah, you can't make it too 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 obvious. Too obvious. <laughs> can you speak Spanish? No. <laughs> it's like that Jimmy Johnson story when the fullback fell asleep in the meeting and they caught him. And they asked him in the press conference, uh, what happens if Troy Aikman fell asleep in the meeting? He goes, well, we get him a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk some current events. A little news came out That's what yesterday. happened when Dez used to fall asleep in meeting. Oh, what? Right. You get a pillow? With Dez? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ugh. You comfortable? <laughs> you need a blanket? <laughs> pillow? Put your feet up here, Dez. Oh, man. Enjoy these Zs. We, you don't care if you know the playbook on Sunday. We're going to just throw it up to you. Uh, just, just hit that nine out. Okay. Yeah. Just go get it. Let's go get it. So a little news came out yesterday. Yes, little 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 new, little scary. No, I don't know, scary, but a little inconvenient. Yes, and, that's a great word, and a little worrisome yeah. at this point in, in I guess this point in the season because little COVID outbreak has has hit the team. Or I didn't really read. Did, did anyone test positive, or are these just they in protocol? How did no, they? I think they all tested positive. They're all vaccinated, from my understanding, mm-hmm. but. Um, they all tested positive, which is why they're in it now. And it was uh, well, Dan Quinn and Carlos Watkins mm-hmm. at the game. That was were on the game. Home. Yep. And then uh, yesterday it was Ceedee Lamb, Israel, uh, Israel Mukwama, Mukwamu. Sorry, Mukwamu. Yeah, sorry. And then um, Nate's not even here. We got your to, back, Nate. <laughs> drawing a blank on the last guy. But there was, there's five total. Yes, now. five total. Okay. Yeah. And so they uh, – but, you know, I think that the worry, for me at least, is that we've already, you know, talked about how this training camp, there's been a lot of rest days. They haven't had the work. Dak Preston hasn't been out in the field, that sort of thing. And now you're throwing this into the mix where mm-hmm. – and I, I don't honestly know. It sounded like from his press conference – Yesterday, that McCarthy said they were having to do some things virtually, mm-hmm. meetings, and so, um, you know, this is just one more inconvenience that they've got to deal with as they try to prepare for this season. Malik Hooker was the other guy. You're oh yeah, that's right. Thank That's right. you, thank you. 
Malik Hooker. So, yeah, I, I guess the big thing for me out of it is it looked like we were finally getting back to somewhat normalcy <laughs> around the facility on game days. You know, obviously there were still a lot of protocols and a lot of safety measures um, on the field and in the stadiums and, you know, around here. And it felt like you were you were getting closer to being back to normal. And then, you know, this season there would probably be safety precautions. But then maybe next season, hey, we're back to somewhat of a normal society. Yeah. You know, yeah. and to me this is not just about football. It's kind of society in general. You know, how do we get back to normal? How do we – how do, at what point do does this just become part of everyday life where it's like the flu and it's just something that we live with or you know I don't think it's going away you know there's all this stuff up in the air but you know now and we've kind of stayed away from it we were one of the teams that didn't have any positive cases during training camp or any of that stuff and then all of a sudden it's like oh wow on game day it hits and now it's three more what three more guys after that right. so then right. it's like okay does this make us as a league is this going to pause and even maybe go backwards a little bit as far as precautions but I think the big thing the big concern is you're what two weeks week and a half now from opening well two weeks I guess two weeks from in two days right two weeks from Thursday how does this because this this still affects people in different ways some people don't have many symptoms some people it it's lingering for a while. You've got now. You've got some key role players that are going to play on that opening night that are now in this protocol. You know how worried are you, Jesse? You know overall that this is going to affect opening night. From a player standpoint, it, everyone should be worried. Mm-hmm. I think coaching staff, players equipment staff because one positive from a trainer right Jim Maurer tests positive Jim Maurer interacts with just about every single player right yeah Bucky Brooks not Bucky Brooks but but Bucky right test positive mm-hmm. and how many players go back to get stuff from right. Bucky a coach Right, if he tests positive, you're talking about the entire room that these coaches might be put on this protocol. Mm -hmm. And being that now the game is on a Thursday and not a Sunday, you kind of actually lose days to even have that. If you had a positive on Monday, you had to wait five days. At least you get to Saturday and you say, "All right, we can we're clear." Mm -hmm. But on a Thursday, you put yourself in more of a a very peculiar situation. I, I think this biggest thing with with this COVID is that we get to a point where we begin to relax. Right. And and COVID says, "Hello, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Still I'm, I'm still here." here. Mm-hmm. Right? And and so this is this is the new normal. Right. Yeah. Right? Going back to what we used to think was this is the new normal. You asked the question, when will we get back when hospitals stop being full to capacity? When people stop dying at a rapid rate from from this when you know, this thing has taken a serious and significant turn. We thought by now that we would be back mm-hmm. yeah. to a new normal. But it is like, hey, you know what? Now we got 
what is the Vari- COVID twenty two? Yeah, variants. You got yeah, variants yeah. coming out of this, yeah. and and before it was just hey, it's just really attacking the old and the elderly, and then mm-hmm. it was it was just attacking the old, the elderly, and uh, elderly, and those who were you know out of shape, and but now you're seeing. People our age, 38, 40, 45, younger, people who are in shape, you know, are, are being affected by this this virus. And so it, it's very worrisome mm-hmm. because the moment we relax, the moment a player relaxes and says, you know, I'm going to go to this event or I'm going to have these folks over at my house on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, and they come back and they do their weekly test and it comes up positive – because even if you're vaccinated, it's yeah. five days. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what the Bills are going through this today. That their, um, their trainer was uh, came up. He was fully vaccinated, but came up positive. Well, Cole Beasley and some other guys were around him. They tested negative, but you know Beasley isn't um, isn't vaccinated. Isn't vaccinated, so he has to spend five days away from the right. team. So it's yeah, it's. So all this time that you're losing, whether that be meeting time, practice time, or in the event that you actually have to miss a game, this isn't the NBA. You don't get 80 whatever of these. This isn't the MLB where you get 160 of these bad boys. Mm-hmm. You get 17. Yeah. And and they count so much every single week. And you kind of want to have all your soldiers fit and ready to go by the time you know, September 9th gets here and – and you want to have that every single week, but you just this thing is so unpredictable. It is so unpredictable, man. And I, I just I don't know. It, it's it's something that we just can't relax on. We have to remember that this thing is real. It is here. And from a analyst and media perspective, we want all our guys to be out there and playing at full capacity. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It, it, it's not. It's not almost a matter of if. It's just when. <laughs> when, when are we going to get yeah. hit with something? Because yeah. everybody's going to be. Everybody's going to get hit with this. When and and what and what group or what right. position yeah. and right. how many and how yeah. many right and how often? Like, does it is it you know one time? Is this it or will you know will this happen Keep again? Because yeah. I yeah. can guarantee you this: it's going to take a cold day in hell. For the NFL to shut back down again. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. We can yeah. sit here and say how much the NFL cares and how much this and this and this. It will be a brisk, cold <laughs> day in hell before the NFL goes back to no fans in the stands. There was so much money that was lost last year. Mm-hmm. And the NFL is all about the bottom dollar. So th- they're going to do anything and everything Hence why you see some of the rules that, hey, if you guys aren't vaccinated and you miss games or you cause a forfeit, Mm -hmm. your team, your owner is on the hook for salaries, for revenue, for all of that for both teams. Because the NFL is saying, oh, we we are about our dollars. These owners are about their dollars. This bottom line is it. And nothing gets in in front of that. Mm -hmm. Not health, not you, not your family. So – it, it, they're not shutting this thing down. They're going to be fans in the stands this year yeah. Yeah. at every single game. They ain't shutting that down. So, so Gary tweeted us, you know, he sees there's no way this team gets enough snaps in practice now to be ready. And you got to think McCarthy's like, what do I got to do here, man? We're finally getting my quarterbacks hurt. Now we got COVID, you know. I mean, do what do you think? I mean, are they going to be ready for this? Two weeks. <sighs> You know, it's like a no. Let's talk. I tell you what. <laughs> let's let's go to first break. Let's talk about that, and then let's talk about the debate that I've been having with people 
my opinion, it's people that don't know football. Jesse played football. You can tell me if my opinion means anything or not. I just played it. <laughs> but I have been having a debate with several different people that think we have to win a preseason game. Would it be nice to me? Yes. Like, is it absolutely necessary? No. Like, and as an employee of the Cowboys, I want to win every game. Sure. Because that helps us out, right? That helps us. That helps our partners. That helps our fans. But the debate is my look at it is like, it's preseason. It does not matter. But there are people that are arguing with me that are like, it does matter. So, Jesse, as someone that played the game, when we come back, I want to know your opinion on All that. All right. I got you. We'll talk about Cooper Rush. We'll talk about will this team be ready and so many more things. When we come back, we'll hang with the boys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So, whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back, Hanging with the Boys. We are Nateless. We have Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, Shannon Gross on the show today. And Kurt wants to tell you, about a little book that he put together. Yeah, it's our training camp preview, which we know training camps, we're well into it now, just about over, in fact. But if you want scouting reports on all the players, some of our writers' previews and, and predictions of what's going to happen, it's definitely want to check this out. Um, go to DallasCowboy.com slash star, and you can either get the print version or we have a digital version you can get right away. So check it out. Check it out. And I know a lot of you are – a few of you have hit me up through DMs, and or the phone is ringing off the hook. Back in the uh, the phone is ringing back there with Chris. We are not going to take calls today because we're going to get out of here about 15 minutes early. But we will take calls soon because this is a show of the people for yeah. the people. So you guys, we will take calls. The other show does that a lot. 
I think they kind of mail it in sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we take calls and we care. We care. If you've if you've ever seen me out at training camp or practice or at a game, you know that I care. I, I love you guys. I love each and every one of you. We all love you. You you make us the number one show on the on the Cowboys Network. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and it's all because of you guys. That's so right. continue to say hi to us in public when you see us. Continue to shout us out. From a distance, though. From a distance. A social a socially <laughs> social distance. safe distance. Um but yeah, we will we will take calls soon. So um Kurt, yeah. ask, I'll ask you first. Yeah. Are you gonna chew that gum the entire show? Probably. I don't ever chew gum. God, I'm chewing, blade, I'm chewing right. the hell out gum, of it today. Gum. God, come on, is that a sponsor? <laughs> Jesus. Well, maybe it could be. Sorry, I didn't even realize I didn't even realize I was doing it. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. I was like, okay, it's so bad. Uh, is it really? It's I'll so stop. Bad. Oh yeah, it is. I'll stop. That's why I don't ever chew gum. I'll stop. Um, it probably. Pop out of my mouth here in a minute because I'm trying to hide it. Um, He's gonna ask a question and stick on the stick on the microphone. Uh, Kurt, I'll ask you yeah. first since Jesse Jesse I think has more definitely a uh, yeah. little more weight on this subject. But sure. do you think preseason matters? Well, yeah, it matters um, for many reasons. Um, do you think wins and, losses, wins and losses? I'm sorry. Yeah, wins and losses. You know, that's do they a matter? tough one. I I like to say. Yes. Now, I think that, like, against Houston, our starters play that whole game, we win. You know, our, our depth comes in, the guys in the second half fighting for roster spots, and, and we lose. So that, that definitely makes a difference. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I hate to go winless in the preseason. I think for the culture you're trying to build, you want a winning culture, that all goes into it. I guess the argument is if your starting unit is playing well and they're – you know, making progress and they're winning the first half, I guess. Then, then you're good. But I'm, I'm, Kurt, I want to win. Answer I want to win. Question. I want to win. Wins or losses Sorry. matter? Do they? You want to win, but I do they win. matter? But do they matter? Um. All right, Jesse. Never mind. Kurt's going him haul on the fence. All <laughs> they have it. They have their place. I think that you know. But, you know Kurt, know. do they matter? Yes. Okay. Thank there. you. Thank God. you, Jesse. Yes. They matter. Yes. When they they don't when they stop keeping score, mm-hmm. then they won't matter. Winning is a habit f- built, okay. And if if you accept losing and losing is okay, now you might not start throwing things after a preseason game loss, but it feels better when you win. You're able to teach better when you win. You're able to see more of the positives when you win. Winning is a form built habit. And when you don't take winning serious at any level, practice, preseason games, scrimmages, then you're building a habit of losing, a losing mentality, uh, a losing thought process, all of that. I, these guys practice, not anymore, but they work way too hard every <laughs> single week in practice. Mm-hmm. To not go out there and do what they're supposed to do. Now, yes, you have to break it up and say, well, if our starters would have played the entire time, we probably would have won. But you like seeing at the end of the game your team with more points than the other team. It's 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 a feeling that it's I can't explain it. And 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 I don't want to be the guy like unless you're out there doing it, guys want to win all the time. Mm -hmm. That's just a competitive nature 
of of what it takes to get to a level like these guys are at right now, um, at this level. So to me, winning is always important. It's all it always matters because when you're not winning, that means you're losing. Anytime you're losing and you and you're comfortable with losing, then that means you're building a habit in your mind and your in your work ethic of losing is okay. Is it does it make a difference? Like the starters, they say, well, we won our series, even though we didn't win the game. Is there something to pull from that, or is it still like we lost? Yes and no, right? Because if, if CD's going to say, man, if we were out there for the whole time, we, we probably dog walked these folks, yeah. right? But again, at the end of the day, you still want to walk away from this thing with the W. It just, it's just something about winning. Like I, I want to win when I'm at the green, when I'm at the red light. I want to be the first one to take off when the light turns green. Like I want to win that. Mm-hmm. Like I want to win. You know when um, when you see there's a crowded place that you're about to walk into and someone pull up like alongside of you. I want to beat them to the door. I, yeah. I don't. I want to. I don't want to wait behind them. So for me, I'm always trying to win at everything that I do. I don't play around like. You know, kids will be in the gym at school, and they're like, "Hey, coach, let's play me one on one." I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear you up. <laughs> I don't want to lose ever. I don't like losing. And see, I'm the same way. But I think whenever it comes to preseason, because it's not a complete reflection of the actual whole body of the team. It's you know, you're 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 getting second, third, fourth string guys in there, and you're trying to figure out where everybody fits, and you're messing around with stuff. To me, it's not. I don't know. I just it's weird. See, but I, maybe I need to win or lose. But being fit, yeah, get off the fence, Shannon. Win but, or lose. But what does it matter? People? But no. But what Jesse, what Jesse says makes total sense. Like you, you're. It's the same way. Like I'm. I'm like Jesse. Like my kid. He's gonna have a hell of a time growing up because I ain't letting him win. Like I, one <laughs> yeah. year old to sixteen years old. You got to earn it. Like, and when you get old enough to beat me and you start, they good for you. But until then, it's going to be hell for you to, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting you win. Like, cause I hate to lose. And I, I, I guess I should have a different mindset when it comes to preseason because I get it. The players are probably the same way. Like, they don't want to lose at anything. And they got to this level because they haven't lost at anything, right? right? So maybe I'll change my attitude about preseason. Thank you, Jesse, for enlightening yes. me. Anytime. I like that. Okay. I like that. Anytime. All right, what the hell are we doing at backup quarterback? Because the guy we thought was going to be the guy, Ooh. the guy that we thought was going to be the guy behind him is yeah. playing better than the guy that we thought was going to be the guy. But then do we even know if either one of those guys are the guy and you go get another guy off the street? And then what about the the fourth guy? The fourth guy isn't a Is option. he gone? He's, well, practice maybe, squad? maybe practice squad. Yeah. So we're talking about Garrett Gilbert. Ben DiNucci, Cooper Rush, not yeah. in that particular order. So I think everyone thought Gilbert was going to be the guy, the backup, yeah, right? that was the assumption going in. And Cooper Rush has actually been out playing him in preseason. And practices, apparently. And we'll get to start this this game, yeah. this upcoming game. And then they really – some. I think they really like DiNucci, but – Who is they? Uh, just, I don't know. Who is they? Why is he here? I think because he's a draft pick. Why has he come back? It's Mike's guy, right? Yeah. It's freaking okay. Mike's guy. Yeah. When you say they, and, and this goes back to a point that we we had a couple of weeks ago about having a sponsor in the meeting room. Mm. Like sometimes yeah. having a sponsor <laughs> and who your sponsor yeah. is matters. Yeah. I tell young guys all the time, man, be careful how you treat your coaches mm-hmm. because who who guys who are position coaches this year are coordinators. 
two years from now head or coaches. head coaches four years from now. Mm-hmm. And you may be looking for a job. They're, they're not going to have a problem finding a job across the league or in college if they've been around for a while. You, on the other hand, are probably going to be. So for a guy like Ben DiNucci, if the head coach is your sponsor, that kind of works in your favor. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, whatever yeah. you can say nepotism because his brother coached him in AAU basketball when he was six years old, whatever it is, at this point in time, you don't give a damn. <laughs> I just want to make this squad in one way, shape, or form. And whether yeah. that's backup role or practice squad role, I'm just trying to be around to collect some money and to be around. Because, like, think about it. And, and, and this may seem super far-fetched, Okay. But just think about it for a second. We rave and we we are lo- we're in love. We're infatuated with our starting quarterback, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dak was battling Jamil's showers. <laughs> yeah. Like think about that for a second. And, 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 I, and I say that to say this: Dak was battling Jamil showers, who went to play safety. It yeah. took not one but two injuries to happen. For him to be catapulted to the starting spot, a hundred million gazillion dollars later, he's the next best thing in cowboy country to slice bread. Yep. So a guy like Ben DiNucci is saying, you know what? I don't care what you may say about me. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you just want to find a way to stay on, right? Yeah. You just want to find a way to be here. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think Garrett Gilbert or Ben DiNucci or or Cooper Rush will ever be the level of Dak Prescott? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying from a player's perspective, I just got to hang around because hanging around, I've witnessed lead to millions and hundreds and millions gazillions of dollars <laughs> for the other quarterback yeah. who has a little bit of injuries. And it only takes. You never know. You never know. And if you remember <laughs> that that year, rookie Dak's rookie year, he, he didn't practice that great. He was a terrible practice yeah. player. But when the lights came on, he showed up. And he, yeah, even after he started, I think played in preseason games, he'd go back to practicing. It was like, mm, not sure about this. And look what <laughs> look where he is now. Yeah. So to, to answer your original question. I'm, I'm going to keep saying this. We're screwed. <laughs> we are screwed. And 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 this isn't this isn't a knock on Will McClay or the personnel. There are 32 NFL football teams in this league, and there are 30 there there isn't 32 solid starting quarterbacks yeah. in this yeah. league. There are teams right now, who, today, who don't know who their starter is going to be, mm-hmm. and even when they announce that starter. That starter still isn't one we're like, whoo-hoo, excited about. <laughs> yep. So we're talking about a backup. There, there are literally NFL teams who don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be, and the guy that they're picking, they're still on the fence about, will he actually be successful? Mm-hmm. How do we have to game plan this thing for him to kind of not lose the game for us? So, so like this quarterback thing is a real challenge. It's only about a handful of really 15 probably good ones that you can say, all right, that's the guy. He's the starting quarterback. We're confident with him. We can build around him. And then the other 15 are toss-ups. So we're we're trying to figure out the backup quarterback position. And I don't know. I think it might have been Nick. It might have been Jerry who were talking about 
you know, when you, you pay this large amount of money for your starting quarterback, right? And and so you don't have all these funds to just be going around and allocating all this money to another high paid. You paid five million dollars to the backup last year. Yeah. yeah. And that didn't help. <laughs> no. Right? And that was a guy last year who had starting Yeah, you're not gonna get who much won better. ten plus games yeah. multiple times in a season, who was a first round pick, who already had a ninety million dollar, hundred million dollar contract. And then you paid him on the high end for backup money. And it still didn't lead you to a situation where when you had to go to your backup, it was enough to carry you to a place um, of success. So we can toss this thing up in the air about backup quarterback. If four is not on the field, we are royally non-lubricated. <laughs> oh, wow. I'd throw that in there. It hurts. It hurts. What do you wow. think, Kurt? Should they? Well, should they yeah. Like you just roll with what you got, and well, it's like sounds like they're going to now. Like Jesse said, I mean, you, there's just not much out there on the streets. It's better. Than, it's better to know the. It's, it's better. What is it? The saying to know the devil. Like it's better to know the devil that you do know instead of the yeah. devil that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at least we know these devils. Yeah, we we know we what we're going to get with these guys, and so when it comes to game planning, or whatever, yeah. we know that we have to either go super conservative or. Pray for our defense to be better. It's like the devils that we do know are better than the devils that yeah. we don't know. Yeah. And we don't know what else is out there, and they don't know our system. At least these guys have been in this system, yeah, been the around thing. these players, been around these coaches for a season or two, and it's just, again, we're yeah. screwed. Yeah, Cooper Rush and, and uh, Gilbert, if he wins it out, that's their advantage. They know the system. I mean, they're not going to be that much better than maybe, but – I don't know. What did you think about the? Uh, I think it was Adam Schefter. You know, the other day said something like Dak's going to do. All with right, his wait a minute. All right, hang on. We got to let's go to the let's go to break and okay. then we'll come back. All that's right. that's not going to be a short conversation. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right, let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll talk about what are we talking about, Kurt? Dak, I guess. Dak. When Injuries, we come back. Fun. Good times. Those words don't go together, Kurt. Injuries <laughs> <laughs> and fun. All right, we'll be back on. Hang on with the boys in a minute. I'm going to spit this gum out. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. 
Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss Package, our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the show. Hanging with the boys. Shannon Gross, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, Nate is on hiatus to do something more important than us today. So <laughs> you got you stuck with the three of us and Chris back in the control room. Let me tell you a little bit about training camp in Frisco. Dallas Cowboys training camp presented by American Airlines is back at the Star in Frisco. Watch our Dallas Cowboys practice this Friday, August 27th, and Saturday, August 28th, inside Ford Center at the Star. Admission and parking are free visit the starfrisco.com for details i know there were a few of you guys out there listening to the show that showed up last friday morning thank you for coming out and thanks for for hollering at me on the sidelines um pretty pretty good turnout last friday for it to be a, yeah. a, a morning and kids in school and people supposed to be at work and i guess there were a few call-in six to work yeah. out there in the crowd Any so excuse get out here yeah. you can't even fake cough anymore like you know like <coughs> right wait, wait a yeah so <laughs> see you next week yeah so come on out check it out all right last segment of the show kurt you brought it up i didn't even want to talk about it yeah i this is my opinion and my personal opinion i'm not a doctor i don't have any inside information this is just me you're seeing reports now that Dak's going to be battling this injury all year, right? Yeah. I that, think it was Adam Schefter. He, I think he tweeted that out. So like the halftime of the last game, right? Yeah. Now, so so. Here's, my, here's my opinion, and I don't know much, but this is just my observation, and believe me, I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> I feel like if this was something to be majorly concerned about, Dak would not be out there throwing during practice. He would not be out there throwing during warm-ups. Like, I feel like if it was something that was not something to be concerned about year-long, they would shut him down completely, and he would be walking around, and they wouldn't even let him have a football in his hand. That's my personal opinion. I I'm not like I said. I'm not a doctor. I don't know exactly all the details of this injury, other than what we've read, and you know that it's a throwing injury. I just feel like when you spend that much money on a quarterback, if there was any concern of how this thing is supposed to heal, he would not be out there throwing the ball. And I know it's different when you throw game speed. We talked about that and the, and the velocity and everything. But mm-hmm. I mean, he's not just he's not playing soft toss. He's he's throwing the ball. Whenever he's at practice and when he's in pregame warmups and stuff, so he's he's putting some zip on it. Now he's not getting behind it and putting you know and slinging it, but that's just my opinion. I could be totally off base. That's that's how I feel about it. Are you guys worried about this injury going into the season and into the season? No, not particularly. I think when when he first tweeted that out, everybody took it to mean oh he's not going to be playing or whatever. I think that. Just as a major league pitcher does, he's going to have to take care of his arm. He's going to have maybe some different maintenance than he did in the past, and that um, that may just be a part of his routine now. But I don't think 
again, I'm not a doctor, obviously, either. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors over there. But I think it's he's going to be there Sundays. He's just going to have to – his routine during the week to get ready may change some. And that's the, the concern that worries me. Oh, really? Yeah, right. because if we're talking about having to change your routine, missing more time, less throwing, less participation – you're, the body doesn't rejuvenate and get more healed as you get into the season. It does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It breaks down, right? Muscles wear down. Recovery isn't – because now in the offseason, you know, Dak took a month off from throwing. You don't get a month off in football once the season hits. <laughs> You get three days, four days tops to recover. So what used to be we can take two weeks off to fully let it recover or the maintenance or whatever it is, you don't get that anymore because you got a game Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Monday, yeah, and every single week it's coming. And the more time that he begins to take off for whatever routine maintenance or whatever that thing is, that's less time we got to prepare. That's less time we got to be truly sharp and accurate in what we do. And I I just think with this team, and we talked about it on this show before, Nate is emphatic when he says it about this defense will need six weeks before they're kind of – in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not tr- – and, and then you also have to add into the fact that he's getting rest in practice now and he's not getting touched. Right. Mm. When you play 70 snaps on Sunday, yeah, we – you know. That's a whole different kind of sore. Yeah. That's a whole different <laughs> – that's a car crash kind of sore. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and and I'm not saying he's going to be sacked 100, 100 times, but he'll get touched – He'll get thumped. He'll get thudded. He'll get sacked. He'll take off for a run and get tackled. He'll fall. So then you add that onto the mix of to an already worn down kind of situation. That's the concern. Like I'm not concerned. And sometimes I even kind of you know give a side eye to the national media because it's a lot of hearsay. Like we're here every day. Mm -hmm. We know what's going on. You know, I'm not saying that Adam doesn't have sources, but. I can pick up the phone and call Britt Brown if I wanted to. I can walk down there, you know, and yeah. and and see if I wanted to. So I kind of sometimes give a side out to the national media because they they'll have these big vague stories, and Adam will always like he breaks it at the halftime of the game, right? Mm-hmm. He, he breaks yeah. it then. That ain't by happenstance. That's right. that's yeah. that's he, he knows that's how product to work placement. The room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to what Kurt was saying, that's the part that worries me. It's not the start of the season. Yeah. Season. It's it's the it's the war of attrition. It's will he be able to maintain and be sustained throughout the entire year? I think the biggest concern for me is not will he start the season, will he play. The biggest concern for me right now is he hasn't been getting reps with Amari, right. Zeke, now CDs in protocol. Just the offensive line too. Offensive Cadence. line, like mm-hmm. like it's you know like Nate keeps saying, hey, I'm not worried until week six with the with the defense. You know, if we're zero and six, then I'm gonna then I'll panic. Like I'm, he's giving them a six week grace period. I think this offense as good as they're gonna be. It's gonna take them a couple of weeks to get in sync now, and you're coming out of the gate 
against the world champs. Yeah. Like that's and then you go across the country and face yeah. a could be rising Chargers team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know I, you're, you're coming out of the gate and you're not playing you know scrubs. You're you're coming out and it's like okay. So do you start zero and two? And and uh, I'm just I'm worried about them syncing up and getting reps because they really haven't as a unit had any reps if you think about it in training camp they really haven't you know amari's been out yeah so as a whole unit they've been incomplete yeah Yeah. they've been incomplete amari's been out like this offensive unit has not been together once not one snap not one snap (laughs) not one snap together in how long like since spring january well i guess off the off off season well they well, were, no. Was, they were running. It was probably like start of last season, you know? Yeah. Like this group with healthy Tyron yeah. and Elsie and, you know, this group hasn't been together. No. Well, yeah, and Elsie was out all last year. Yeah. So, yeah it's been a long time. It's been a lo- so now, again, we're back to the same spot, and it's supposed to be just, hey, slap it all together. Yeah. yeah. Raymond James Stadium, we Thursday Night to, Football. We know what to do. Well, it all comes well, together. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, you know, it, we I, I think everybody downplayed how important, you know, and you and Nate both talked about it on the show, how important it was to get your hands on guys and all this virtual stuff. There's a huge difference in that and, and being on the field together. There's also a huge difference in just being out there in shorts and watching guys run routes and actually being on the field right. and running routes. That's a totally different thing. And because, and then the game, like you'll, you'll start the game and you'll have some things working, but then it'll be that one thing where I was like, oh, I thought you was going to go in and you actually went out in this interception. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the thing. It's like you may do. It, it, it's like riding a bike, right? You get on, but yeah, I know how to pedal, but that's not saying that pedal might slip and I might hit my shin. Mm-hmm. And so that's stuff that when it comes to the game is, yeah, they may get in and might be like, oh, look, see, they lined up, they broke the huddle. Yeah, we get that. But what happens when that one play where the cadence was this and the communication was, oh, I thought you meant go out and we really went, we went in. And so now there's a free runner. There's Shaq Barrett released freely and for a sack, right? Or, um, oh man, shoot, that audible, I forgot that we changed it. And so you were supposed to run a slant and not a stop route. And so I either I either threw it hoping you were gonna be there and it got tipped and picked or whatever it is. So it's like they can do a they can do 99 things right, but when you don't have that that level of consistency, yeah. when when will that hat drop and that hundred thing be wrong? Would it be a strip sack fumble? And a lot of times, you know, that can be the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that they won't be able to. This is just a thing like, oh, they don't they know how to play football, you know? No, it, it's they know how to play football, and they'll they'll do a lot of it right. But it's the consistent part that we've seen with this team in the past, offensively and defensively, that comes sometimes comes back to bite us in the butt. Yep. And this sounds so stupid. Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> Is this your is this your playing picture? It is. Credential? I wish I could show credentials, but we get in trouble by Probably, HR. Yeah. But Jesse has his credential to get in the building, and it's actually his headshot from when he played here. Is that when you played here? Yeah. Well, I think you our, haven't aged the that headshots much. Headshots on ours are probably when black. We don't first crack, started. man. <laughs> I drink a lot of water. Look, I got my. This is coconut water and pineapple. I can't show because you know sponsors, but. Drink a lot of water, man, and no yeah. stress. Yeah. 
Black no crack, good. baby. All good. Yeah, I used to not have any gray in my beard, and over the last well, that's probably that's just a training camp. Black you don't crack. I got grays now that I didn't have in this picture <laughs> a lot. <laughs> my gray, my gray level in my beard has gone through the freaking roof. I used to pull them out. That's what kids will do to you. Jeez, that's what life does to you. <laughs> Get my age. You know, Kurt, you're not too far ahead of me. Uh, true. So, all right. Did we talk about anything good today? COVID. My gum tasted really. Talk, my gum tasted yeah. really good. Quarterback. We could talk about like Jabril Cox, who's showing up on 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 defense. Yeah. I, I am the excited defense in general. I am excited about the young inside talent. I don't know say about the outside talent, the young, yeah. but like the young guys on the inside, the defensive line and linebacker. Yeah. We need to talk about that Thursday. We got sure. something. Yeah. We got something. Like we got something brewing with those guys. Yeah. We of course Micah Parsons and I was watching the breakdown from uh, Brian Boldinger, mm-hmm. and he was just like, they line up Parsons everywhere, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it because that's going to be. Well, he's going to be one of those guys you have to know where he is, and I love it. And you got to account for him. You got to, you got to like every it changes time. your. It's like what we talked about. If you draft Kyle Pitts, the defense is you dictated dictate, by him. Right now, we dictate the offense is going to be dictated by where he goes. Exactly. So, yeah, we let's talk about that on Thursday when we get Nate back in here. Just talk Cox, about Micah Parsons. A lot of exciting young. T- I will be. I will go on record and say you will not be on time. Oh. Ne- I would definitely not go on record and say that. <laughs> There's no way this defense is anywhere near as bad as they were last year. No chance. Yeah, I'll, 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 jump, no in chance. I'll jump in that boat with you. Like, I'm thinking at least top 20 this year. I think they make that big of a jump. I'll from, go I'll go less than that. From historically bad to – Better than that. Yeah. Less, less than think? 20. But 15-ish? Be- yeah. Really? Well, yeah. yeah, I could see him. Top half, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that on Thursday. Guys, it's been fun. Kurt? Yes, sir. Thanks for coming. Jesse, thanks for bringing it. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. William, thanks for keeping the live streams up. We will be back Thursday. Well, Will, what's up, baby? Are we the same time Thursday? Who knows? Are we at 930 again Thursday? I think so, right? So. Yeah. Yep. We are. All right. Thank you, Chris. We will be back Thursday, 930. Hanging with the boys. See you then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!